listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast with Rod and Karen. And we're live on a Saturday morning ready to do some feedback for all the people that left us uh, comments throughout the week. The feedback shows for people who, um, you know, leave us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, people who take the time out to uh, leave comments on the website, theblackguywhotips.com. Uh, people who email us, the black guy who tips at gmail.com um you can also leave us voicemails as long as they're two minutes or less 704-557-0186 we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that as well the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme 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 uh and of course we got to shout out all the people that gave money you can donate to the show by going to the blackouttips.com on the right hand side there's a little like hey you want to become a recurring like contributor to the show or whatever boom you can throw in like monthly donations one-time donations any denomination we're cool with whatever um and we appreciate the people that take time out to do that that's why we give them a shout out correct i dedicate this song to reception depression and unemployment this song for you today's a new day design t thank you so much for your recurring donation alfonso m we appreciate you celeste m no relation but thank you as well mm-hmm. autumn w appreciate you candace h thank you yes kyle k appreciate you kyle mm-hmm. joy m we appreciate you joy my brother rodney thank you rodney damian jackson i am for real thank you leroy leroy uh t that's a brand new recurring donator thank you leroy (laughs) catches bullets with his teeth uh bambi h thank you bambi Mm -hmm. kevin w appreciate you kevin Kevin. uh girl falcons diva hooked us up thank you falcons diva donna n thank you jason f appreciate you Hallecue H, Pamela A B, Aisha Y. Thank you, Aisha. Uh, (laughs) Felicity F, Harold W. Thank you, Derek L W, B Coleman. Appreciate you, B Cole. Uh, Noel W. Thank you, Linwood C. Appreciate you, Grace N. And uh, that's everybody. Wow, thank you. That was a lot of people. We appreciate that. uh, That Danero. Okay. In my heart and it feels like a cold night. It ain't easy, but today's a new day. But tell me where are my blue skies? Where is that love, y'all? Where is the love and the joy that you promised me? Tell me it's alright. The truth is, I almost gave up, up all my power, power that I can't explain. Oh, it goes power, y'all. Fell from heaven like a shower. All right, all right. Let's talk about these five star reviews. We got three of them on iTunes, and I always keep forgetting to read the one we got one internationally like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna read that as well. Um, but I'll first start with the ones on iTunes right now uh, from the U.S. Uh, Unique one o seven says, "Awesome sauce." I found this podcast by following Rob on Twitter and it's so delightful really appreciate hearing rod and karen a beautiful couple who sounds like my family lol always on point with topics and so relatable just really appreciate hearing voices and thoughts similar to my own 
hey thank you thank you uh world outside my window says good as hell five stars not many people are this funny for thinking out loud rising can't rising rising cairns are such a gift to our ears and there and there this is america episode is an all-timer thanks y'all thank oh, you thank you mm-hmm. um yeah we never know how I, well i never know how people are gonna take stuff like that because we didn't really do any segments or anything um and i always figure there's some people that are like you know fuck this nigga i disagree with everything he just said but, right, but it i was- appreciate the people that felt like they the similar frustration to me that and it was the talk of the town it was like almost something that we couldn't avoid but to talk about yeah and this is a place where we can have a real black ass discussion that's really just about us for a second um you know and that's what i like about this as opposed to like twitter and social media where everyone thinks they're part of it they jump in they take you out of context they just want to make their point they just want to be heard which is fine but you know that's not always the purpose of why i'm communicating tasha a says five stars love it that is all well we appreciate it and that is all really short and sweet Mm -hmm. you ain't got to leave us no long feedback like Mm -hmm. we will take it all right i'm so proud of y'all y'all come on over here and give past and co-past a hug and i'm still side eyeing the rest of y'all who know y'all been listening for a very long time and y'all need to give us a review so we got a five-star review a couple weeks ago april 25th from finland all the way from finland right by uh i think this is hanamet uh from finland says five stars great definitely must listen if you enjoy the political the ridiculous and are wary of sword swinging neighbors see that's all we ask and thank you all the way over to finland i don't know what finland is necessarily famous there. for thank but you, thank baby. you you know appreciate y'all couldn't yeah, do it without you we loved itunes reviews y'all y'all just don't know how much they make us happy that we get them and roger greta international one if you leave us itunes reviews outside of the united states please let well, well no they don't have to let us know oh, anymore okay okay i right. have a program that will go find it i pay every month oh um, my, my bad he got a program now he fancy y'all so you guys leave him leave him if you've been thinking well, i don't want to leave a review because it won't get read and i'm not in the united states well wrong i will read it it will get read uh it doesn't matter if you're in the united states or not uh we had some comments on our ep- uh actual show uh shows last week on the blackouttips.com you can go pick an episode leave a comment it's that easy episode 1673 comedy gold <clears throat> uh let's see we had the grand shucker who says it's funny you randomly mentioned anthony mackie and how you can watch his work and not think about his actions he gotta be happy most have forgotten that about that make daddy a sandwich stuff he was on with wendy williams come on yeah i know right especially in the me too era now like you know he just missed that era right like that could have ended way bad he's he's always saying some dumb shit though charles says my sons are watching the nba playoffs i catch snatches here and there when i talk when i walk through the den i'm just not that into it this year don't know why and that's because he was talking about the poll which is are you watching the nba playoffs yes or no 41 percent of our audience is watching the nba playoffs 58 percent is not uh so i was kind of surprised at those numbers i thought a lot of us was watching the nba playoffs are great to me this year but you know maybe everybody's burned out getting older you know waiting for the finals maybe yeah i think a lot of more people watch the final a lot more stuff on tv these days and that's true too now i mean not after everything got canceled yesterday but it was it was some great shit for you to see okay coon pit was episode 1674 we had jl covan on 
talking about his new podcast making podcasts great again i hope people went and checked it out he did hit me up behind the scenes and told me uh they got oh no i'm sorry i was listening to the righteous prick his other podcast and he said they did get a bump from us um having him on and mentioning it on the show and i'm glad for that because i listen to it every week and i think you guys would enjoy it if you you know enjoy satire and um (laughs) his his trump impression is so good and the way they fool people and stuff is so good uh eve says uh so many people have jokes about dj Khaled not eating the kitty but i but if that's not his thing and his wife is okay with it then that's between them I know a handful of women who don't like to be on the receiving end of oral, but the way he talks about it, it sounds like he wouldn't do it even if his wife wanted it. But he expects it from her. That's just sad. I just hope his stroke game is on point to compensate. Yeah, see, that's the thing I was going to say is like, it's not about their personal preference in the bedroom. Mm-mm. It's not even like that literally might be what she's into. I saw a lot of people being like, that, that's not what, da da da. I don't know the likelihood or anything. I, the point is, nobody should know that because you shouldn't be putting her business out there that's the whole point we we as the general public should not know and the worst part is he put it out in the most fragile way he could put it out it was not about her at all it was Mm -hmm. simply about my power as a man is i can tell my wife she's here to serve me sexually and not the other way around and it's all about how much money i got and she better shut the fuck up if she if she want to keep getting this money and i'm like that's it's that thing where a lot of people don't believe well if i say this they don't believe it sometimes but it's the truth and i I really believe it's the um, immutable truth no one's gonna respect your spouse more than you do come on so when you go out and do some disrespectful shit like that towards your spouse that just lets the world know like this is not a person to be respected you might feel like that shouldn't be how it is but that's how it is in my experience like it's like if you know a dude that's cheating on his girlfriend and or 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 treating her mad disrespectful in front of everybody you start feeling like oh well okay i guess it's she's just okay being disrespected she might not be okay being disrespected but the things that we know and the way that they talk about that person uh specifically when they're not around you start thinking like well i guess that's all right you know i mean we're doing it now right well maybe she don't like that we don't know because we haven't heard her opinion we just heard our husband who had the most fragile masculine rant about the shit that we're like i mean i I, maybe there's a reason that that's okay and she's still married to him and he didn't come home and find half his shit on fire i don't know uh anyway i think the highest ranking coon is clarence thomas because no uh, not only is he staunchly anti-black he is in a position of power to make things a lot harder for black and brown people yeah i mean on the coon power rankings uh i can understand that but when i'll talk about power rankings i'm not necessarily talking about who's the most powerful person i was just talking about like uh almost like how you do the nba power rankings and they'll be like you know who is uh moving up who's got the most heat and the problem with clarence thomas while he is a staple of coonery he um (laughs) the heat on him is not as high as it used to be like correct you know we talk about other coons way more than him right now so i would feel like he would be uh you know respectable perennial coon favorite in the coon ncaa rankings but not necessarily my number one but i understand your logic and and he could be your number one the poll was do you think roe v way will be overturned at some point karen what do you think 
that's hard to tell i i hope not mm-hmm. uh but the republicans are determined they're going to force it up the ladder like mm-hmm. if they weren't so determined to force it up the ladder i'd be like nah dog, it'll, it'll never get to the doorstep mm-hmm. but for the fact that they're going to force up the ladder which means it's, they're playing a long game which means they don't care if it's five years from now 10 years from now 20 years from now they're gonna fight that shit right you know the other thing i forgot to mention about the Khaled dj Khaled thing real quick going back sorry about this it also gave everybody a chance to flex on how much they will eat the pussy mm-hmm. so it was a perfect like shit storm of like people going off because it's like i eat pussy i wake up in the pussy with my face already in it that's how i love pussy so much i drown in the pussy Da-da, you know so you have everybody doing that too so it was a lot of humble bragging disguised as but i'm really just so so upset with dj Khaled. it's like are you really upset are you just trying to let everybody in the world know that are you trying to market your skills right right i see y'all uh anyway i I ain't mad at you now but i see you i ain't mad at you uh we had episode 1675 this is america uh where we just talked about this is america we had five comments um the first one's from bamil 73 who says hi rod and karen let me do what you expressly requested we don't do provide an exhaustive list of everything i find problematic with childish gambino's new video just kidding i love your discourse on this is america video uh allow me to say that i love the way you two are unabashedly exuberant about the shit you like whether it's donald glover infinity wars our lord and savior beyonce praise be her name etc in this world where expression of love for a thing will invite a slew of uninvited commentary detailing the reasons why you shouldn't like such and such come on you let us know what gives you joy i have always loved this about the podcast because hate is so exhausting Mm -hmm. you know what i do with art that i don't like i don't consume it but i don't shit on it either right yeah for the most part man i'm just not much of a person that harps on the shit i don't like when it comes to uh art because art so subjective mm-hmm. and i'm also you know I, I try my best to be honest about look i like this thing i understand people's shortcomings and issues and criticisms of it it's not gonna stop me from enjoying this thing but if it stops you from enjoying it that's okay too like i'm not here to tell you you should enjoy it or what's wrong with you or whatever not everything's for everybody you know um and uh donald glover made some creative choices the director made some creative choices that were going to be controversial they they courted that it's going to turn some people off you know there's going to be people who claim uh i don't watch anything violent and the only thing i ask is that it not be hypocritical i hope that you're telling the truth and you're not just saying that but you didn't have a problem with the violence in these other areas when it was somebody else because that's the hypocrisy that bothers me but only the hypocrisy of it bothers me not the actual like the critique of it doesn't bother me but it's like if you watch bitch better have my money and get out and you know you listen to kendrick's album with motherfuckers getting shot every fucking like third uh skit and shit like if you if you kind of like have consumed this stuff but then you drew the line at but this nigga doesn't get to do it um it just feels weird to me but i understand that we have different standards for different people and i just hope that those standards are based in some idea that this dude isn't um like dealing with the same kind of traumatized shit that we deal with as black people just because he's uh dating a white woman or um rich or uh whatever because he's still a nigga from stone mountain that grew up poor um so it's just i hope people don't try to take that away from somebody 
because they don't like them all of a sudden they can't be you know they they can't have an opinion on on black shit no more you know uh like i saw an article i've been reading some of the articles i saw one article that, that was like he talked bad about hashtag av- uh, activism in 2013 and now he's doing this video i mean if that activism doesn't do anything then what then isn't this video not doing anything either and i'm like yeah maybe he's either come around on that or maybe he does think cynically that shit wasn't doing enough to change the world and this ain't doing enough to change the world either but he making a music video you know like it it's not like he's been talking about it and being like i'm gonna change the world i just i just got black people free with this shit like it's not like he's been going out there saying these things but i think people have been kind of you know making points that come more from the fact that they don't like him than the fact that what this video is about or not uh anyway i too love the video the first time i saw it uh i frowned but mostly because his facial expressions and the tics were so intense that they were jarring also his movement sir to keep me off balance there was so much going on that i had to watch it again honestly speaking i've watched the video at least four times and i still couldn't sing the song because my brain can't process the imagery in the song at the same time one thing that i can never gauge is the line where black artists stop presenting their truth and start performing for the white gaze where does one start and the other end i mean art from donald glover from the past few years has been black as fuck some of it inscrutable to me because it's so rooted in american south southern blackness so i miss some of the references because of my jamaican blackness i don't see him pandering to the white gaze thanks you thanks uh thank you for another great episode to keep exuberating emil thank you yeah i don't it's a slippery slope because people pick and choose where they're gonna apply that criticism but Mm -hmm. the the scary truth of american life is everything's for the white gays everything whether you whether it's because you're trying to avoid it whether it's because they're gonna come in and consume your shit even without your consent whether it's um you know even with this podcast we want to create a space where you know we put black shit first and foremost but think about it it's got to go on itunes it's got to go on stitcher podomatic these aren't black platforms Mm -hmm. we share it on we share it on twitter and facebook these aren't platforms that put us first like you know um when we get invited to a con there's not only black people that's gonna be there and there's not black people that decided to be the only people involved in asking us to come somewhere um and it's a weird dichotomy because to get to the money you kind of need the white stage because that's how american power structure is set up but to get and to get the attention and the recognition and all that and the acclamations but it doesn't even matter if you're doing some super black shit at some point if white people don't sign on your shit's not gonna go anywhere so i found it more funny that a lot of the people who had issues with it that write for white publications i'm like you're still explaining some black shit to white people like you're still doing that oh like (laughs) like while you're admonishing him i hope you take a sip of the uh same water and be like well damn how do i get my checks you know like it's not like and i'm not saying it to to demean the people i'm just Mm -hmm. saying as a criticism it's kind of a lackluster criticism now you can make um now that like i said you can still make a taste choice a like this isn't for me because it feels too catering or whatever like that's fine like this isn't my type of show and stuff there's there's things like that i've listened to podcasts or comedy and i go oh this isn't designed for me i assume because a black person was making it it was about me but this black person is really just only about white people um 
i don't get that feeling from atlanta i don't get that feeling from his uh his music um but at the same time that doesn't make him some uh some perfect woke person and shit if you want to put it in quotes right and 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 i guess for me from my perspective we kind of talked about this every brown person particularly black people in their lives every day you go to a job most people most black people Mm -hmm. go to a job and you got white folks there there is a white folk there a white manager a white boss a white supervisor somebody white signing your check it's somebody white somewhere you get up you smile in their face even though you don't feel like it you do what you have to do to get paid and that's also catering to the white gaze in your everyday life people don't consider that because they've become accustomed to it they've become adjusted to it and they will go like this is the life but this is also america everything you do in life from your paycheck to purchasing your car to purchasing your home going to the bank anything you buy your phone anything you do got white people hands in it so that and to me that's the reality of it yeah and it's weird because like uh one thing that i was actually glad to read he said he logged off of social media the thursday before the video came out um and i was like yo that's dope i couldn't handle it as just a just watching people fight third party like it had nothing to do with me and i was like jesus people are going at each other and i was like um so i do feel like social media can be an unhealthy place as much as people try to you know promote the positives of it there's some there are some harsh negatives that not everyone can live with and when you're the moment uh of the week when you're the the man of the hour the woman of the hour the person of the hour whatever like it's it's a lot of pressure on you you know like one of the things i think got lost in the kanye west uh interview because everybody was so mad about the slavery shit but one of the realest things he said to me was when he talked about rob leaving the wedding like his 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 sister's wedding because he was tired of paparazzi and he knew they were gonna be about his weight and they were gonna like do that so he kind of hit up in his room and then got out of there and flipped out of you know just got the fuck out of there before anybody could see him and i'm like damn this nigga didn't even get to enjoy his his sister's wedding and you know that's that pressure from fame and social media and there's a lot of bitter nasty shit that happens on social media you know um ways that we wouldn't talk about people we liked ways that we wouldn't talk about people in their faces Mm -mm. and it's not just you know um to quote unquote bad people or not like it's just people in general are kind of bad and then when um and then kanye said he got lipo because he wanted to impress quote unquote y'all tmz the tmz audience all of us that are looking in this fishbowl of these people and i was like yeah i think to a certain extent as a creator as a person that causes people to talk about content social media has kind of been a bit unhealthy because people get obsessed for their own personal reasons about you positive and negative and they spend an an exorbitant amount of time speaking to you in a way that they couldn't before and i don't think and and while a lot of people everyone thinks their voice is important and it should matter and i should be able to talk directly to um the artist and tell them what i like or don't like that's not always healthy because not everyone's coming from a good place with that shit no they're not and also like people take credit for certain shit that i don't think they're necessarily doing you know like i saw people say like well beyonce's art improved and became more inclusive over the years because we were criticizing her i'm like was it do you really think you and your twitter account were doing it 
Or you think she what if she just became what if she educated herself right what if she surrounded herself with people and they went oh well what about this what about because you know it's a process she has a lot of people involved that's kind of the natural development of most human beings we don't it's not most of us don't learn because someone came up and harshly criticized us Mm -mm. now you might some people might respond to that i'm not saying no one does but most of us get defensive and run away when someone comes at us sideways even when we're wrong and we made a mistake but there's a lot of learning that can happen that just doesn't happen in the way that people would like to see it right and because social media is giving us access to people we want them to play out the entire process in front of us we want them to not just be like you fucked up on in front of us now come back and apologize in front of us now show us all the work you're doing in front of us as if one we're gonna have some sort of uh um combined uh unanimous like okay this person's good again we're not gonna have that Mm -mm. um and two as if it's really valuable for them to do that it really doesn't seem to be much value in it because we've made it i think with the way that we withhold quote-unquote forgiveness and carry these receipts and not let people move on we've kind of made it less valuable to be an upstanding person or to address things that you've done we've made it a kind of pointless unless it's fucking with your money it's almost pointless to remind people that you fucked up by even apologizing right and it's kind of like we lost something in the last few years via social media where we might have had an opportunity to improve people but i don't think that's happening as much i think people now just go i'm gonna log the fuck off or my rep will be handling my social media and i'm gonna continue to be rich and in a box away from y'all right and i don't blame them because most people in their regular ass lives put their own personal you might not be rich but you put yourself in the box you box yourself around people that normally agree with you you box yourself around loved ones that normally agree with you and you and your personal life won't want nobody coming at you sideways talking all crazy to you saying foul shit to you criticizing everything you got on criticizing everything you do criticizing everywhere you go criticizing your size you wouldn't want that yeah one of the things i thought was interesting is in the wake of this lipstick alley um had like people were going to that website and finding some of the twitter people that were that were very critical of donald glover and being like look what you was talking about back then like they keep receipts the way that people keep receipts of celebrities but with twitter people and i'm like yeah isn't everybody kind of operating on some grace like is did we not did we forget but i guess when it's not you on the summer jam screen it's just easy to act like i know what i'm saying but it's like when you had 200 followers you didn't have to put a public relations apology out for some shit you said you just went well my bad deleted the tweet and we all moved on because that's what was supposed to happen kind of and that doesn't happen anymore you know or even if you didn't apologize you just deleted the tweet everyone's done that but somehow it's you know it's different when you get famous and shit so anyway uh itty bb i hope wait it bb i hope i pronounced that right e b b b all right i'm fucking your name up e i'm gonna call you e i'm sorry for fucking your name up you took the words right out of my mouth i personally like the video but i'm always up for criticisms not everyone likes or feels the same way about art subjectively and all that but twitter was unbearable for like 48 hours it was thread after thread of people who clearly just don't like donald glover going off about how we shouldn't like the video because it's violent and oh my god how dare you talk about blackness 
as if donald glover ain't been black his whole goddamn life like he just woke up yesterday and went oh damn i think i'm a nigga i'm not here for this weird thing we do where a black person does black art and some black people start accusing the artists of trying to speak for all black people yeah that was another thing someone was like i don't see any uh uh this type and that type of inclusion in the video and i'm like i don't know because on the on the other hand if you it's always damned if you do damned if you don't because if i put certain type of people in my video y'all gonna be like well look at this nigga just window dressing for his uh cishet fantasy world of blah 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 he don't even believe that it like you gonna get caught up either way so it's like just do what's true to yourself and let people insert themselves anyway because for a lot of the criticism it felt like nigga you just need to make a music video and i hope your shit is popping like like maybe you should do something something with your shit and i hope that your shit is good enough that it'll please everybody you sounds like you should be rich it's like my dad used to say it's like my dad used to say he'd be like well you so smart why you ain't rich it was always like not that money equals smart but it was this point of like you got all the answers why the fuck your shit not pop it because it's like because there's a lot more to it than just me being able to critique your shit i'm you know like is my critique valuable or is it not and some critiques like i think people feel like they're valuable and i'm like i don't i don't know that if they they made the video you wanted that the rest of us would even be talking about that shit you know plus they made this they made it seem like these other videos don't already exist like kendrick lamar didn't make all right you know what i mean like we have seen it the other way without the violence and shit go watch that but i bet you don't like that for some reason too um anyway um unless donald glover starts saying this art his artistic vision speaks for all black people that's a really unfair thing to assume and a hell of a stretch the other thing i saw was really weird people that was really weird was people sharing a link to a blog that literally seems to exist only to list all the negative things celebrities have ever done what does that list have to do with the video exactly Mm -hmm. right that was that that's the problem that i had it's different put like this and i feel like this just come out saying you don't like the nigga but people don't want to say that because second you say you don't like him you're automatically dismissed Mm -hmm. but let me go ahead and dismiss you because everything you say after that is irrelevant because you're talking about shit that's not about the video right like and that's the problem let's talk about the video let's critique the video let everything be about the video i am fine with that tweets he's had in the past things he's had in the past you can have problems with that i don't it's fine if you have problems with that it's fine to bring those things up don't get me wrong but right now this conversation we have right now is about his video not the other problematic shit that may he, he had may have he has done in the past yo what's wild is that um like i'm still so glad to still have that piece of me that's able to be like uh low-key just ignorant you know what i mean like i still got that part of me that's like okay i'm gonna turn this shit up and just veg out and y'all y'all do your thing you know because like i think especially with social media so much social capital is is caught up in kind of always analyzing and breaking everything down and we all kind of can do it at different times um so much of that social capital is kind of about getting up there and performing and talking about the latest thing but sometimes man i'm just like the song catchy i wake up every morning it's in my head i listen to it i've been a fan of this nigga's music for a long time i'm not gonna stop because y'all have determined to go back and find everything he's ever done that you didn't like i like i get it 
but it's not for, but for me i've been over that shit i've been like you know what dog uh that that motherfucker might not be the kind of nigga i would have at my house or um if he was in my face i'd be like man what was that shit about um which really speaks to the fact that the media is that so much of the access that media has is still like uh white media because like these people don't even care about this shit this is a black kind of only conversation and nobody really asks or cares about this enough to ask him in these articles or these profiles unless he's telling people not to ask him um but yeah the point being like uh they do keep receipts like that and now and it's only for mean petty shit like this it's not even for anyone's edification it's not it's almost like i caught you liking some shit now let me tell you why you shouldn't right and i'm like well too bad man i'm a human being i'm gonna like some things we don't all like the same thing like there's gonna be people that are like and and i don't feel like liking something condones the behavior of the individual and i think we're all adult enough to know that so it almost should go without saying but when you don't like somebody you try to raise everybody's um involvement to a conspiratorial level of well if you're listening to this you must be okay with no i'm not Mm-mm. you know i watch terminate i'm not okay with you shooting people like it's not those things to me are not the same i you know and maybe i'm desensitized to, to certain types of cartoon cartoonish or ridiculous violence in movies and shit maybe i'm just maybe i'm it just doesn't re- like i've never watched die hard and thought to myself all oh, those people are dead i was just like they were acting they were playing they did good you know yeah. special effects and 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 for me like i said i'm not that woke and the reason why i say i'm not that woke is because some people criticize things so much and the way they talk I'm like you must got the boringest fucking ass life <laughs> ever you don't <laughs> laugh at shit everything's wrong everybody's problematic everybody got a problem and you just perfect and everything you said you are not fun to be around oh my god go away you know like what? what's wrong with you you know what's wild too is like people it's a control freak thing because people will be okay and allow for the things that they have like listen i sometimes still listen to chris brown so i understand we are all problematic and you're like okay cool we're all problematic i feel you on that then you say um so i was listening to uh so-and-so and they're like you listen to blank why would you do and i'm like wait nigga you just said you just we all what happened we, a minute ago you understood now you don't understand anymore anyway who has the time to sit there and curate a whole ass blog dedicated to everything bad a person's ever done that's just weird to me right. yeah i've seen tumblers like that like the whole tumblr is just receipts on like this person fucked up on twitter this one time or this person said so and so in an interview and i'm like you know what dog i'm good right and and and, and, and I, you know i'm like you i have that piece of my brain i have a piece of wretchedness in me that i will never let go yes it's problematic yes is it, it don't go against everything that what people do yes i'm gonna listen to master right. p yes i'm gonna listen to cardi b right yes i'm gonna listen to drop it like it's hot Yes, I'm gonna listen to 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 a nigga rapping, calling people bitches and hoes and sluts. If that beat banging, motherfucker, I'm there. Yes, it's problematic, but I can still like it. And a lot of people act like everything you goddamn consume has to go through a fucking purity filter. That's not true. You wanna know what else it is too? 
um they also do that they did this with cardi b they also do this thing where once they the wokes like some shit they literally will try to pretend like what they like is on the same political spectrum as them and it's not always and that's okay you're gonna like some things that didn't go you're gonna like some people who didn't go to school and understand intersectional feminism and they didn't fucking major in um political science and they don't know what the fuck marxism is or stalinism or any of this other shit like not everybody is walking around with a fucking you know uh arts degree or some shit like a lot of people are just out here trying to do the best they fucking can and they might be talented and they might make money but they might also make mistakes and their views might not always line up with yours and there was a time when it was kind of understood that i might fuck with this album but yeah that nigga did say that shit and that was fucked up but i don't need to answer for it because i didn't say it and that's his music and if you don't like it you don't have to like it there was kind of a time like that but i'm it's like in our lifetime because of social media i don't think the actual i think it's still like this by the way Mm -hmm. but i think social media tries to make it feel like that's changed and it really hasn't changed because if you walk around on an average day and go i was listening to biggie smalls people aren't gonna say well did you know um his lyrics are problematic because i'll be like of course they are he's biggie smalls i listen to it because it's problematic that i don't want to i don't want to i don't know who you're listening to but i don't want your version of non-problematic shit i'll take the problematic shit that's bumping right and 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 not all the time a lot of times a lot of these woke people think they telling you shit you don't know do you not know it's doctors and lawyers and scientists and people that are highly educated got three four five six degrees but you let some motherfucker biggie one more chance come on they're gonna be popping you let some dmx come on they're gonna be pop you know what i mean like you mm-hmm. could be highly educated and listen to ignorant shit and a lot of times not all but some people associate certain music with almost like a lower class no you don't have to be a quote-unquote low class to enjoy ratchet shit yeah well i mean and in this case it's not even about donald glover's shit being ratchet or anything but it's still that same feeling of like he didn't pass the lens of what the woke people need him to do for him to be able to make music like this and here's the thing you don't matter you don't get to decide what the fuck they person can do or not you only decide if you're gonna listen to it or not um he was the number one trending artist on social media this week his video had the most views that he's ever gotten for a video end of the day he was right all this criticism and shit that people have ain't do nothing but boost up his shit even more like end of the day he he was right what he did got for the purposes of selling his album and getting attention it worked and all the people that claim that you know he can't do this and can't do that none of them are the gatekeepers in the industry none of them get to say what he can't do you don't have to like it but you're still talking about it and you're still spreading the word for him so he kind of just fell in line with that shit um so it's kind of interesting to see that response and yeah bringing up the receipts ain't do nothing but it's gonna turn it's you know what it's gonna do and i not it's and i'm gonna probably have to do stuff like i did this week where i take breaks from social media over it it's gonna turn him into that like j cole slash rick and morty type thing where the fans start becoming stands because they tired of the dude getting attacked for shit that people feel like is a bit unfair you know like 
10 years from now people gonna still be bringing up tweets from 2013 and people gonna be like i don't give a fuck no more right and it's gonna turn people into those like ridiculous people that attack folks for talking shit and stuff mm-hmm. I'm, i mean i'm not doing any of it i Mm-mm. think both both of those things are kind of ridiculous to me but they both extremes yeah but it's kind of interesting to see like how far it will go because i I mean people was at each other's throats and if he keeps making music like this it's gonna continue to be a thing um so anyway uh that's why i like having a podcast because social media is a much tougher space to even have these discussions um and 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 you almost don't want to disagree with anybody because everyone's entitled to their opinion but at the same time some of these opinions are like i don't know they're just so out there to me where i'm like but i know you and i watch you have the other way opinion on other shit Mm -hmm. but for some reason this dude you just can't see it past him so um and you won't admit it like because if you would admit it i'm I'm okay with that too because i'm like oh yeah i can get with that i i I know that feeling right just say you petty yes i'm petty like that's the thing i respect you being truthful but a lot of people are not truthful at the foundation of it is that they don't like him and they will put all kind of excuses all kind of butt ends all you be like just say you don't like him and you be like you don't like him nah mm -mm, mm -mm. just say you don't like him so we can move on with this conversation yeah you don't even have to say you're petty though because i don't think it's petty to not like somebody that has said and done some of the shit he's done i don't Rick. think that's petty at all i i'm just saying i wish people could leave it at, i don't like him so i wouldn't have liked this video no matter what the fuck he did right. i was gonna find a way that it was wrong i was gonna read his new yorker article re- interview and find a way that even if it was one sentence i was gonna say this motherfucker ain't shit i like some motherfuckers are just like that because you don't like them that's what happens when you don't like somebody i was i i've been like that about people i am like that uh Rashawn Marion did an interview in slam one time i'll never forget it. he tried to talk about how he was underrated just trying to get paid but he talked about how he was underrated and he was trying to take more credit for the sons than fucking steve nash i was like if this nigga gonna get the fuck out of my face and but like he had every right to advocate for himself why the fuck wouldn't he and he trying to get paid it makes sense i was a i was walking around my dorm like look at this shit he said and i'm like oh it's me it's not him it's me i don't like this nigga it does i don't even know this dude and i'm hating and it's like people so scared to be dismissed as hating that they won't admit when they're doing it but hating is really like some of the funnest shit you can do i mean if you do it right anyway if i don't like a person i just say i don't like their ass and go ain't no need to drop a convenient link (laughs) to everything bad they ever did chances are if they did something that caused me to not like them i remember it and i can say it myself if somebody asked i'm not going to drop that in people's mentions randomly like i saw folks doing i guess i'm just surprised to see that people actually keep track like that yeah i ain't surprised at all like i said lipstick alley was doing that shit to like regular regular it's not lipstick alley that was doing it but people were going and finding lipstick alley links Mm -hmm. and pictures like like they knew where the dirt was them niggas know where the bodies is so they was like but what about this i was like "Ooh, they doing it to each other now Woo! i was about to get ugly out here like damn man ain't no roofs on the internet so roof don't live here but but yeah i I think that was kind of like a big point is when i don't like something i normally tune the fuck out same here like that's just my my nature there's shit i don't like and i'm just like i don't get it i don't like it i don't need to have a commentary on it um i just don't give a fuck right and in my life i realized being like that i've been at a lot more peace honestly yeah. like i i roger know me i will type out of some bullshit and i'll be like oh that bitch crazy or, oh that nigga insane i'm out 
also low-key i think some of these motherfuckers really do be liking it and they don't that's really what the problem is it's like andy klein always says about um from three guys on what he talks about how people get offended at jokes sometimes because they did laugh right not because they didn't laugh but because they did find it funny and that feeling of i laughed at the quote-unquote wrong thing means you as a comedian should not ever be able to do that because of the way i feel or they say stuff like no one was laughing and you like look around the room like everyone was laughing but you don't act like like you're mad because people do still find this shit funny not because it's not funny if it's not funny i just be bombing up here and nobody give a fuck but right just because you don't find no joy in life don't mean i have to uh, subscribe to your same rule yeah i'm not saying every joke is like that but sometimes there are jokes where like you know we'll see it like someone makes a black person makes a joke that it has something to do with whiteness and a white person starts talking about it's not funny and if i said this it would be that and you're like no you know it's funny everyone laughed this is about you it's not about them Mm-mm. there's nothing wrong with that joke uh anyway and confused about why you weaponize the link and drop it in the stranger's mentions because they seem to be enjoying something uh social media man control freak people like drama people like fighting that's really all it is like i was just determined i wasn't fighting anybody over the fucking video i liked it i don't have anything else to say about what the fuck it should mean to anyone but me i i really can't anyways thanks for this episode i was just as frustrated as you it was nice to hear somebody not being ridiculous about the video yeah man i or or per, i don't know this just person's gender but yeah i like i said i hope um everybody finds peace and happiness and they shit and if if, it, if it's writing about how donna glover ain't shit and that makes you happy have fun with that um but i'm just not i can't do it i can't it's just too much and this was one of those times where i was just like you know let me get away from everybody so i can actually enjoy something because these niggas will talk you to death and be mad that you don't give a fuck you know um because i can agree with your criticism while also being like but i like this song can i just like the fucking song and you leave me alone correct you know like i'm never it's funny i'm if you look at my uh twitter account it's very rare i go in someone's mentions to even tell them i disagree or to correct them or anything like that because for the most part i don't give a fuck what people think nope like i can kind of remember off the top of my head the last time i talked to somebody to kind of be like but what about this and that was uh my man george foster was saying something about how uh michelle obama said that basically boys get more chances to fail than girls and he was like well as a black man i don't get that many chances to fail so i gotta da 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 and i was like but there's black girls and they get even less chances than us and that's the only point she's making i and honestly i was prepared for him to be like man fuck that shit or whatever but he was kind of like oh yeah all right i see what you're saying and i'm like yep well you know cool man be easy it was very amicable and i of course didn't disrespect him i talked to him the same way i talked to my friend or something i've you know i try not to to just do that to people like that but the point being like i very rarely go in anyone's mentions about shit like that that's that's how rare it happens because i can remember the fucking times i did it because for the most part i chose to follow you if i don't like what you're talking about i can just unfollow you mute you block you or whatever but i don't really need to have a debate with you what i'm gonna change one person's mind on the internet and then what we gonna do start a fucking book club like that's the end of it yep you better than me i you know me i don't do that at all fuck your opinion yeah yeah um yeah i read charles says i read tana hasi coat's opinion piece on i'm not black i'm kanye 
i think it was a pretty well considered meditation on what fame at that level of michael jackson or kanye or the lesser level that coach himself enjoyed can do to humans i think the main point is that as humans were not evolved to and haven't developed the tools to deal with such that level of scrutiny that is possible in the mix of the internet television social media especially when combined with power and money i agree man listen some of my friends that have gotten to that point where they've gotten a lot of internet attention they end up in like therapy they end up off the internet mm-hmm. they end up look at all these activists and shit they don't be active on twitter like that that much Mm-mm, not like they used to be and the ones that do is normally because they just in constant turmoil and they're always finding some more shit to be mad about which you have to wonder like i hope they're doing okay you know what i'm saying because like this shit is not really humans cannot be built for this level of fucking nope. you know critique it's just i don't think people are from just everybody and anybody no so um and there's no real channel or filtering really that you can try but it's it's very difficult so um i can understand people not being ready for it the other thing i say about the coach piece i still haven't finished i just uh, anyway i'm gonna try to finish it because he is one of my favorite writers and i do need to to read it to see like because i i do respect his opinion on a lot of things but um one of the things he was saying was about how i know how i felt watching michael jackson as a kid did deteriorate evolve change uh into essentially a white person um i understand he had vitiligo uh you know i don't know the truth or the lie to that to be honest i don't know how that works but that's what he said but it's like uh bomani jones said vitiligo ain't make him do all that shit to his face or his hair so as much as he was like getting closer and closer to pro-blackness by the end i'm like were you being more pro-black because the fucking case was coming down on your ass uh you was trying to get your masters back from your record label like motherfuckers running that black shit a lot i remember the fruit of islam was trying to help him get his masters back and shit like we black people just like oj was in that church of that dashiki we black people will take you back when you are a black man in distress no matter how far it seems you have run from us so his art got somewhat blacker you know i never felt like he was um completely it was a process and i never felt like he was completely like cooning you know what i'm saying like it never felt like he would do what kanye did i could never see michael jackson saying some ignorant shit like what kanye said but i could see that it felt like he hated his features or something it felt like he hated the the jackson nose and the hair and the and every and it, it just felt like and maybe it's the abuse i don't know i can't speak for him but maybe it was the abuse as a kid it could have been a lot of things but i know how i felt as a kid and it did feel like what is going on with him does he not want to be black no more does he not want to be that little black kid with the fro that we all adored like is that was that not good enough you know what i mean so i don't know i hope he uh you know i don't i, I know that 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 coach's interpretation of it was definitely like a this fame and money and this fear and this 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 uh running from blackness thing that he saw common in in kanye and uh and mj i i, I have to finish reading it at some point because I, I just was like i don't know that and maybe i'm out of the loop i just don't know that kanye was worth addressing like this 
you know for all the, <laughs> i was talking to Justin about it yesterday it's like what about the impressionable people that will be influenced by kanye and i was like fuck them they're stupid i can't live my life worrying about them though if you're stupid enough to think slavery was a choice because fucking kanye west said it i don't have any room for you in my life that i need to be more concerned about you paying attention to street signs and crossing the street and not getting run over by a car because you're apparently that fucking dumb i can't i can't with that i can't make the lowest common denominator the center part of an argument nah i think a lot of that kanye uh rebuttal shit we were doing was about the fact that we're black people we've been traumatized via racism slavery and oppression and we was like what you not gonna do and that's an impulse we have to defend ourselves because we're sick of this shit and that's valid too but i didn't want to participate in it because personally i know he's stupid for saying that shit and he might just be on off his meds or some shit and i can't be um i'm not gonna let his being disturbed or his dealing with whatever he's dealing with get me off of what the fuck i'm on which is i'm trying to be more peaceful be more positive have more um save my energy for things that matter the people that i love things i care about correct and kanye west is not one of those people for me so right right and that's why going back to the opinion things i can't consume everybody's opinion because it's like hey i got the real shit to be actually be concerned about and it's not that right so no 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 offense you know so uh was it kind of was it kind of contrived maybe a bit of a stretch yeah am i a fan of coach yes and of course if it's fine for you rod to have really been turned off by the article if i understood you correctly i just thought our comments as the topic came up on the show i'm not mad you you mad or going in on you we just took different things from the same bit of writing yeah i might try to go back and read it at some point i just i was overwhelmed that week and it was too much right. i was like how the I, fuck i think that's what it was right like how many more people gonna talk about kanye dog like how many more stupid things is he gonna say and how many more people are, that are i find much more important than this dude gonna have to come out and be like but let me tell y'all why slavery wasn't a choice and i'm like are we are we that fucking i don't know just something that that we have to fight that one like because i'm like who the fuck is the person that thinks it was a choice right that didn't feel that way until kanye said it like who the fuck are you hey man i thought it was a choice the whole time but thank god Jesus said it first now i'm gonna go out like what i'm like the only people that was be saying that shit must be people that already hate us and they just right. used it as more fuel for their fire i hope nobody really i hope i man anyway uh kyle says the best part of this america controversy is see this is america contra- controversy it seems like donald won't give an explanation anytime soon if at all yeah uh he said basically he's gonna let people decide what it means uh i think tmz interviewed him in an airport and he basically was like whatever y'all think it mean and just moved on um the director did an interview and i, I did enjoy his interview he because one to kind of confirm some things i already thought about the video but he also said we were trying to convey a feeling not a specific moment or poignant like this specific commentary is like we wanted to make a feeling of what it's like to be black and live in america you know and trauma and you trying to survive it trying to prosper in it but then still being surrounded by it and i was like that's how i felt so it worked on me some people aren't gonna be able to make it past it and that's okay too and i loved my favorite comment of his was 
they asked him about the tweets of people who were like it's traumatizing i don't want to see this and he was like i understand and as a black person in america how many of us in the last few years have had to have that moment where we went cried somewhere to ourselves went in the bathroom took a break had to have a a, a moment he was like i i understand and i agree with her uh the person who was saying that and he was like you know that but but basically this is the choice we made like i knew it was gonna give people that feeling but that's what i want the vi- i want the video to to pass on the the feeling that we have here and i'm like yeah that's the point of art and some people aren't gonna like it but i appreciate the fact that he was like if you don't like it that's fine he didn't go what about this is pc culture why y'all trying to trample on my freedom of speech i have the right to do this he was basically like yeah those people have a point too you know not fuck them you know as most people you know a lot of people when they get criticized on that art are just like fuck these people i actually like that response doesn't mean people are gonna like the video or like him or any of that shit but i thought it was a great response uh heavyweight says at this point denying donald glover's genius is denying black excellence one of the things i've loved about atlanta from jump is the way they broach serious subjects and then move on in that second episode of season one a mentally ill man is dancing and drinking out of the toilet everybody's laughing the cops are greeting him like friends he spits a little toilet water on the white cop and the cop immediately pulls his stick and starts beating the man every black man in that room looked traumatized and then they moved on and that's an aspect of everyday black life that we don't often see explored on tv or movies this qualification of black artists really bothers me because there's no one way to be black you pointed out many hypocrisies of the critiques and i understand art won't be consumed the same by all but it feels like another hurdle we have to jump that no one else does <laughs> yeah you said it all um and yeah atlanta has always had violence in it which is really weird when i saw people talk about how much they they like or love atlanta but then said this video was too much i'm like you like you're lying you attention like you're lying or, or were you just so fucking like what it i don't know it's just weird it's just fucking weird because like a car ran over people in a parking lot you know a dude gets shot in the first episode a dude gets beaten up by the fucking cops and you know a mentally ill man gets beaten because we don't have and there's commentary behind it but it's never like message but you're like yeah we don't actually treat black people who deal with mental illness like white people they beat this dude and they knew him enough to know his name and to know that what he does and they beat that dude immediately like it was like it was more punishment than it was about control of him and that shit happens all the time you know like it's it's just wild i don't know it just felt like people was lying i'll just leave it at that um we had the poll was did you like the this is america video doris uh and then uh let's see 12 percent didn't watch it four percent didn't like it 84 percent did like it to which hey you're not gonna catch them all but if i can get 84 percent of people to like what i create i feel like i did a good job and our podcast very black audience so this isn't some like white people love this shit you know what i mean like i know that this means black people you know in general at least that fuck with the kind of shit that we're on was like yeah i like that shit anyway go ahead you like your t-pain then oh y'all need me to refresh Mm -hmm. okay oh wait not for me says minerva anybody else anybody else my bad karen sometimes will do this one person says it and then she's like reset 
is anybody else getting the t-pain because i will refresh if y'all need me to it's no big deal but okay everybody else good okay okay all right Doris says i like dg's video because i found it interesting and different in general i respect artists who try to do something different it feels respectful to the audience even if it's not immediately well received did the video make me feel good no do i have all my thoughts and feelings about it straightened out also no but even donald glover came out and said this video is about how y'all always dancing and what about uh black he's even if he did come out and say well this video is about how y'all all dancing what about black on black crime i would still think the video was interesting it would be worth looking at the video and, and, and his statement and talking about what was communicated versus the visuals etc yeah man i saw somebody saying um yeah on twitter he said that hashtag activism uh is isn't uh doesn't work and people need to go out and register to vote and and lobby the da 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 and somebody was like and y'all expect me to like his video after he said that and i was like but nigga y'all did need to register to vote and what the fuck didn't 2016 happen like he was right fuck yes vote and do hashtag the problem is just not an ultimatum but nigga do both the fuck uh can't be living in trump's america and motherfuckers still out here talking about don't tell me to vote like god damn this shit's stupid now just do just fucking vote man it's the one thing they don't want your black ass to do you want to be revolutionary go in there and vote and get this shit changed <sighs> sorry do what you want with your vote i'm sorry do what you want i mean y'all want to live in this shit y'all cool with this then i'm just gonna have to be cool I, I i don't know i don't have any control over anybody's vote but mine but god damn like niggas still mad about some shit i'm like but he had a point anyway dre says i've seen this video multiple times it seemed like a toned down version of spike lee's bamboozle i think the video will be in the american zeitgeist for a while since it's basically debuted on snl talk about racism when it oh that's that's the other part that got lost in this nigga his snl magnifique he was good he was real good that lawyer's kit killed it that orange juice jones joint killed that shit um the joint even the joint in the bed with the girl that didn't know how to fucking talk uh sexy she kept taking it one step too 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 far till it was gross um he was good like damn he was good the only thing i was like kind of mad on was like the opening monologue uh but that was more of a joke on on just you know is he gonna is he like is he too artsy now to be to make a fun of himself or whatever and he he basically made fun of himself but yeah man that, he was good that that star wars shit uh keenan saw Guerrero accent beast it beast it like that's that's the that same music video they did oh friendos 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 was excellent friendos got therapy yes and the thing is it was actually lit to actually like the see songs was act like yes that. it would be serious then be like friendos friendos yes <laughs> like i'm sorry man i hate that that got lost in the conversation because like he did a good job snl hadn't really done a good solid like i liked every skit show in a long time and i liked every skit anyway then it was front page of cnn which propelled it farther than other artists that also depicted such things i mean come on this is lando carissian and simba talking about racism on prime nbc viewing great video yeah yep um and i do agree with people and understand when they're like well how come other people aren't treated as geniuses like this and their work isn't picked up and people don't resonate with it um why is it always black men that kind of get this level of treatment um yeah y'all right i mean white people typically view all the um 
sorry view uh all the blacks as men right 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 you know but beyonce has a critical commentary and shit and they definitely got a lot of attention and crossed over because she's the biggest star in the on the planet you know um making that 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 turn but um you know i don't know that donald glover at at this time was on anybody's beyonce radar level and he was able to take the world by storm for a video on saturday night and people calling him genius and shit and i mean that's definitely because he's a man i think i don't think that's hard to say um but even with that being said i thought the dude should have been getting called a genius two three years ago i mean james franco was getting called a genius five years ago i don't think it's a stretch with all the shit that donald glover does writing producing directing acting acting, singing rapping i i mean he was a genius two years ago but they could like i realized during this week that when y'all when other people talk about genius what they really are talking about is when are white people gonna recognize somebody's genius or when are um the the cultural zeitgeist black when are black dudes gonna give up and say this is genius and that person's genius and the answer is they never gonna you can't wait on them you can't only reason kanye west had the genius discussions because uh he kept saying it himself if he wouldn't have been calling himself a genius every fucking five minutes white people would have never crossed their mind to call that nigga a genius period like is that's that's the beauty of whiteness uh lakita says i love this video been playing it all week i don't know which i like more the video or the song the beat goes and i love his dance breaks can't help but dance along also see how it can be triggering i guess it just didn't hit me in the same fashion my 15 year old and i watched it together the first the first time and she looked at me nodded approvingly and said and said i liked it i said me too there was there hasn't been a day yet i didn't watch it i love his creativity thumbs up from me and mine basically um all right uh let's see what else we got um mchans episode 1676 <laughs> makes me laugh every time i know right um so we got some comments uh logan 2x1 says oh this is iman using my husband's account what the restaurant manager did over yelp review was really scary i often don't even bother leaving reviews for mediocre restaurants but that changed when i was trying to become a yelp elite member right you and karen should try to become one you get invites and special promotions to different events like restaurant openings so i started leaving reviews for all the restaurants that we that were just okay and reviewing places i frequent a lot like the bank and in my grocery store the manager of the ray forest cafe at disneyland actually contacted me because of one of my reviews the service was great but the food was mediocre he just apologized and asked me to take a survey to tell the restaurant with uh, uh or what they can do to become better and receive a coupon for taking a survey that's what i'm talking about but then i found out that i couldn't become one because i actually have a business on yelp full circle doula services i know i pronounced that right because i'm I wrong because i don't know how to say it doula doula services is that right anyway um but i do enjoy leaving reviews for really awesome places and if if, or if something is exceptionally bad uh yeah i've heard about that yelp elite thing i i I feel like i got some type of invite to do it and i was just like nah or maybe i just didn't want to take all the steps uh anyway i just kind of like doing what i'm doing for right now we'll see yeah i just post pictures some restaurants i leave reviews on but i i love posting pictures 
for uh artist 25 man says that fear of the police is real and justified just last year i was pulled over for speeding on my motorcycle which i was it was a weekend it, i was feeling good my hand was a bit too heavy so i fly past the officer during 65 to 45 i immediately saw him and his lights came on i pulled over because i knew i messed up by the time he pulled in behind me i had my helmet off and was leaning against my bike he asked if i knew why he pulled me over i said yes i was doing 65 to 45 i apologized my whitest voice and gave him my corniest cooniest smile <laughs> right having to perform i wanted him to know i wasn't a threat he seemed very relaxed and that was actually cool he asked for my info so i reached for my backpack and pulled it out because that's where i kept my important info wallet insurance phone while riding before i could pull the backpack off my hip he jumps back and says whoa put his hands on his gun my hands shot straight in the air i started saying sorry repeatedly he ended up taking my backpack off my back and getting it, it, my info is out himself and i refuse and refuse, i refuse to put my hands down i was 25 on the side of the road crying because i thought i was gonna die right yeah man like I, I still like one of the um videos that haunts me the most when uh they have all these videos of uh black people getting shot by the cops is the the black dude that got shot by the cop who was told to get his license from inside the vehicle the cops start shooting him he didn't kill this guy he started shooting him as the black man was getting shot he was saying i'm sorry what did i do i'm sorry what did i do and that one haunts me a lot because i'm like you i mean he essentially had to beg for his life from a person that's shooting him because they were unreasonably scared of this man who was following a direct order from him like how did in his mind did he imagine someone getting their wallet out of their car that after being told to do it that wasn't like what what why would you shoot anyone for that so but i just remember how that black man couldn't even be angry and had to apologize for getting fucking shot i'm apologizing to you for shooting me for no reason d ranger ph dunn says mccann's priceless five stars sugar pop says i don't know what y'all are doing but in my house mother's day is all about leaving mommy alone so i can sleep in and play ps4 in my pjs in peace all damn day good yeah. for you mother's day for my mom is gonna be her coming here tomorrow and doing a podcast with us live mm-hmm. so 10 a.m we should see y'all do white women stop for you when you're walking in a parking lot yes all the time only sometimes and pretty much never eight percent said yes all the time i assume y'all are white people uh <laughs> only sometimes 52 percent of y'all and pretty much never 40 percent. i know i was right about this uh because i'm taking only sometimes i'm pretty much never i'm putting them together uh all right amon says maybe because i wear a hijab and often with my kid i've never experienced someone almost hitting me i usually walk into a store like an indignant white woman if you hit me i'm suing your ass pedestrians had a right away except when i was on the campus of my hbcu alabama a&m and i and it was usually dudes one guy tried to use it as a way to get my number like no negro what i'm sorry i almost hit you girl but uh <laughs> now that you laying in your own blood i gotta ask after you get out from the hospital give me a call yeah you know if you ain't I, you clearly ain't got nothing to do tonight because you're gonna be in the hospital so if you like to go out sometime if they don't charge me with your murder right if you get through this give me a call dre says i feel like i got a stop most of the time since i'm usually walking a cute white dog named bentley they kids be looking at him and i'll be like sorry dog when they ask can they pet him oh that's a good point uh sam g says i'm in okinawa japan so it's a little different everyone is involved with the military so they are usually they usually have tunnel vision as concerned with the law about it etc but 
for sure it, when i was in the states man they run they will run your ass over trying to get to that pumpkin spice latte won't they <laughs> Ugh, slipping all over the gas pedal and the last episode for the week was property niggas us <laughs> and these names which is funny because podomatic was having an issue with itunes at the same time that uh i put this episode out and so everyone was hitting me up all day like rod i can't see the episode i can't see the episode and in my paranoia i was like why did i name it niggas oh i too was trying to stop poverty stop the black guy who tips because we finally put niggas in the title i'm like i did not put a pound sign in it like what the fuck and i found out later it was it wasn't our fault c6 says just wanted to say that i missed poetry song lyrics at the beginning of the show if you haven't been doing it because it's less work for you i understand that's really all it is i'm like it, it takes less time to start the show if i don't look up the lyrics um but i don't think i'm the only one who actually does enjoy them and doesn't fast forward to the rest of the podcast i don't i don't know man not too many people wrote in to say they missed them but i appreciate you c6 if maybe if more people write in to say they don't like it or something or maybe i'll make it the poll for the episode and right if a lot of people say they, they prefer to have the lyrics then we'll do it but mill 73 says i must say i too was a black nerd in high school or as we called them in jamaica nerds i was a, I, I was awkward as fuck and this was the late 80s so nerd meant a different thing from now flash forward to the day and i don't date black women uh actually i don't date any women as my wife a black woman herself would frown upon that yeah me personally i also don't like date uh black women white women any women any men uh any any people of any type uh because i am married and uh i you know that's just how that works if you do it right supposedly i mean in this type of marriage some other types of marriages you you know you do what you want to do anyway uh all just to say that those blurred dudes bitching about black women are just uh informed by white supremacy and don't want to admit it that's all it is and i'm sick of it and i'm tired of it i don't i will not entertain it on this show i i won't entertain it in my life get the fuck out of my life it's just i'm i'm sick of motherfuckers being like racism is wrong and i'm sick of it affecting me but white people are right black girls are angry ugly mean all this shit like why would you perpetuate that as a black man why would you do that and then expect me to to respect you as my brother why what kind of person does that you know not to mention you probably believe a whole lot of fucked up shit about other black people but you just because you have to walk around this world as a black person you would rather have solidarity in our brotherhood quote unquote than than with the rest of the folks you know that's all you opt in and out when you want and that shit is disgusting to me so um but yeah I, it's a lot of people using excuses oh one black person was mean to me so uh this black girl would not even mean this black girl wouldn't go out with me i decided i liked her and she should go out with me and she said no and that means black girls are mean and i should only date white women for the rest of my life meanwhile i know something racist don't happen to your black ass because something racist don't happen to every black person in america you didn't go all white people are evil i'm never gonna fucking see a white person you telling me none of these white people that white families no white person has ever harmed you but a black girl did and you can't let it go but you somehow ingratiated yourself into white people's families and shit and you didn't feel nothing fuck out of my face man just say you don't like black women because you racist and leave me the fuck alone there's people in interracial relationships that don't talk like this come on so it's not even about like oh yeah well you know 
all these brothers in these in a relationship this i mean obviously black women making them do it's a lot of people like i've dated black women i've dated all kinds of women but this is the person i fell in love with but i'm still black lives matter i'm still um you know uh uh you know listen to black women i'm still da 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 you know there's like there's people like that that exist so you don't have to be this ignorant stereotypical anti-black version of whatever you call black nerdery uh you don't you chose that yes you did um they don't want to examine where their preference for non-black women comes from so they use these sites uh these slights experience as teenagers all teenagers are awkward and unkind to use teenage behavior to inform one's adult life is disingenuous at best emil yeah they're old now too i mean, this is shit i've said when i was younger when i was you know mostly jokes shit that i thought was funny and stuff and you get older and you're like oh i see how that could have been real harmful and fucked up i'm glad i don't think that anymore you know Same here but now you're old dog what's up you still doing this <laughs> oh man evie says i ran into an old high school classmate a few years ago he's a black uh guy who was a nerd but we were friendly and his locker was next to mine we'd have to talk about anime and comic books he asked me to the prom and i said no so when he we reconnected he told me that he didn't go to the prom because i turned him down and it put him off to girls like of girls like me for a long time he proceeded to show me his beautiful family his wife was asian i just smiled and congratulated him and kept it moving i guess he thought i would be upset or something yeah you living your whole life hoping to upset some black women that have that really don't give a fuck like nigga i told you no when we were 15 hey congratulations you happy at 30 good um now here's the kicker i went to the prom with another black guy who even though he played sports was also on the nerdy side you see the guy who i turned down was nice but he smelled like cat pee and musty armpits all the time his clothes were always stayed and more often than not his breath smelled like cool ranch doritos and doo-doo i don't i don't i didn't want to spend my prom night holding my nose but somehow he held that grudge without an ounce of self-reflection and the funny thing is he still smelled like that after all these years damn i feel bad for his asian wife then another funny thing his name was roderick too oh god so the moral story is a lot of guys were probably rejected not because they were nerds but because they were whack but i guess it's easy to blame black woman rather than have a little self-reflection right 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 that's the thing a lot of them dudes complaining with whack ass niggas Mm -hmm. a lot of them dudes complaining they probably talk crazy to these black women they, I mean, they might be young girls, but you right. said some crazy shit, and they responded to you with your anti-black shit. And they was like, nigga, what I'm not going to deal with. And they the problem for responding to your whack-ass language to them. They got the right to respond. And also, that's that ownership thing. You feel like, I like you. I actually had the right to put my dick in you. And how dare you refuse me. Also, but nigga, you were 15. You're fucking 30 and 40 now. Also, the bar is so low for men. A lot of men classify being a good man by an absence of being another type of man like there's not like they're not telling you what they would do for you why they're special why they're good what they no attributes is i'm not a thug so therefore i'm a good black man well do you respect women like do you but do you actually respect women or when a woman tells you she's into some nerdy shit do you question if she's really a nerd or whatnot when um you're talking to black women are you telling them well that's because y'all are angry and this that and the other but you're not like the rest of them you know what i'm saying like little shit that where it's like you're not a good dude 
i'm reading this comic book it's really good it's called the death of love i'm three issues and i think it's only gonna have five issues it's a it's an image comic you can download it off an image you can buy it from them but um it's a it's about the nice guy syndrome and this is dealing with a white dude but it's about the nice like the nice guy syndrome um and i'm gonna get on one for a second and y'all just bear with me but i was thinking about this shit the other day after we did the show the problem with the black nerd awkward dude who was ugly and didn't keep up with himself in in high school and shit and didn't find love and had some horrible attitudes towards women that still persist to this day they blame it on their high school but they still had these i can't believe it's only high school when you still have these same hang-ups about women right here's what i realized you know who else can relate to being ostracized told they're ugly said society doesn't value them uh stereotyped um fetishized but then punished for not meeting up to the fetish standards of your body black women black girls during that age like our plight compared to black women is not even the same plight Mm -mm. you know these dating stats shits don't lie like that shit carries over with women for the rest of their fucking lives and it because men are socialized to not have the language to convey our very real um fragility in a way but also but i don't mean it in the pejorative way but also like the hurt and the pain that that we go through too because we don't really have the words for it we have been allowed to be uh we have been put in a box where the only allowable expressions of our pain are what violence and anger and jokes like there's not a lot allowed for men and i'm not saying women don't allow it i'm saying society which is something that gets you know structured by men has been like this is what manhood is you're a young boy you get rejected by this girl you should get angry about it because you don't have another outlet you can't cry you know i remember when i was in like i want to say seventh grade i wrote a love letter to this girl it was so long it was ridiculous i drew shit in it it was like guys it like i my handwriting was terrible so i typed it and then oh. i right and i typed it on a dot matrix printer okay Ooh, you're taking it way back buddy like when i say i was a nerd i fucking mean that shit okay it's not a joke for me <laughs> so i i printed this shit out like my dad seen i didn't want to know how you see it but i was using my dad's computer and it was a big deal to use a computer back then so i like printed it out and i folded up this letter and i did want them to see it did you have footnotes uh listen i had every i had poems in there okay i had poems um i had like i had everything you can think of and i was drawing shit because i could i used to could draw really good um you actually still can i haven't tried it in so long i can't say i can but i used to could draw really good i used to have like like i had the fucking pent colored pencils like not you know not just drawing with a pen right and then uh um i wrote this letter i may have even typed it in cursive like font but i but i definitely typed it i do remember that because my handwriting was terrible and i essentially just wanted her to go with me i i don't even know why i made this specific girl like this is the girl you know i think maybe because we were in the same advanced classes or something i don't know it was ridiculous it was it was fucking ridiculous um 
but i liked her and i wrote this letter and i gave it to her and i was in class and i was sweating bullets and i was fucking nervous i immediately regretted giving her the letter the second i did um i and and like i know like because she sat like not like in front of in the class in front and i was in the back and so i i saw her like uh at the end you know i'm watching her the whole class like maybe she'll read it maybe she'll read it later maybe she'll like turn around smile let me know if, if, if it was good or, or, or not and um instead she told her friends about it it seems i'm 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 i'm, I'm, I'm assuming some things here. she told her friends about right. it uh i don't even know we were teenagers the seventh grade team i don't remember yeah 17 like 13 12 13, 13 okay right is that right okay so i was probably like so i was probably like 12 because uh right, remember i was younger. a i was a grade below and uh, i mean i was a, a grade above where i should have been right and um <laughs> so i was probably like 12 and she was like 13 or 14 so she 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 took the letter and i don't even think she opened it i think she just saw it immediately was like i don't know what the fuck's in this probably some uh, oh and i sprayed cologne on the letter y'all no you didn't yes i did you yes got i your did daddy, didn't you uh i mean who else want to get cologne right. from in my house i sprayed cologne on this letter do you understand i sprayed i cared okay you went all out nigga come on um yeah she threw it right in the trash right in the trash like right in front of me i was like oh, oh. and you know what i didn't think to myself black bitches hate nerds like me i never in my life ever oh only a white woman would treat me right from now on i never even thought that shit you know what i mean it was just kind of like oh she didn't like me and it sucked like i was crushed well because you're in seventh grade there's not a lot of life that you're living you know <laughs> like right. it's not like just, life is just beginning and everything is like crucial at that period of time a lot of parents don't understand honey children at that age they're the only one when they going through something it's like oh lord the world is ending what is happening and you can't get like caught like so you don't have other things to get caught up in and distracted by right but one of the things that uh came from that that was good uh like obviously my feelings were hurt you know Mm -hmm. i but i had no reason i don't even like i said i picked her i don't even know what i don't think we'd ever had a real conversation you know what i mean like i was just nervous like i was always nervous around her and then it would be awkward conversations in the first place right and then um it was like i just liked her because i thought she was she was cute and was in my grade that's it right and um i like i said she threw it in trash um i don't inject anything into what she was like one i know i didn't stink but two uh like i like I, I, my hygiene wasn't terrible or nothing but but the thing is i don't inject anything into her reasoning it could have literally been anything could have she's not comfortable with that kind of attention she could have been not allowed to date she could already had a boyfriend there's so much shit i didn't know about this girl because i'm just a nerd kid in school that doesn't know what the fuck he's doing and in my mind it was wow what a mean thing to do and you go through all the stages of you know like i'm mad and i'm sad i'm hurt i'm uh you know all the stages of grief right i'm gonna i'm gonna get revenge because you're gonna see how dope i am and then you're gonna see that you made the bad decision and all the you know stupid shit that you think as a kid right? right um but uh the thing was i grew up so why would that one moment where this woman who little this girl who literally owed me nothing she didn't owe me nothing she not even politeness like because uh it's you know i, I know Come some people were, politeness some people will probably hear this story and feel like she was kind of wrong for that like she should have said something 
i don't think she was wrong at all if she just wanted to throw it in the trash like nope not doing this that's good that's fine you know what i mean that's her prerogative everyone has the right to do that like no one owes your audience or politeness or hey or thank you or any of that she hey fuck it i don't like this dude this is awkward i don't even want to talk to him throwing the shit in the trash and and she was fine and that, that was absolutely fine there was nothing wrong with that but what but like i said my bigger point is i lived in a house where uh my dad's biggest goal in life wasn't to turn me into like some hard rock man you know what i mean my my dad shows affection to me and my brother even when we were kids my dad wasn't afraid to kiss us on the cheek kiss on the forehead you know um <laughs> it'll sound funny now uh but i but it actually in all seriousness i think it it, it was kind of good but you know my dad would play these like we would play games in the house and it would be like some like affectionate shit you know mm-hmm. and it'll be like some of it's corny and ridiculous like stick pillows in our pants and act like like look at my ass or some some stupid shit like that but it also taught us like yo a man doesn't have to just be this solemn figure that comes home drinks a beer watches sports doesn't like you doesn't want to talk to you unless a game is on and sends you to your room you know what i mean like he's not just a dude that got trapped with their mom and his family and he's fucking miserable you know like at least that's the household the way i perceived it as a kid so like i was able to be hurt and cry and not feel like uh, i'm letting this that i'm letting someone down or i have to hurt this girl or i have to say something to her that well you know i had to cuss her out i never felt that way but i think the male role model in my life didn't model himself in a way that made me feel like that was a reasonable thing to do all that to go back full circle and say i don't think a lot of these men have the language especially as boys but even now to say i was hurt you know not because what they're saying comes from a place of entitlement not a place of i was rejected because i can relate to the i can have empathy for somebody that was felt like a social outcast right i can have empathy for that person but i can't have empathy for the person that is sounding like a school shooter i was a social outcast and now all these bitches gotta die well hold up now now hold up i i can't go with you on that and now you're the bad guy but if you were to say like man this time sucked for me i thought i was gonna have one experience and i had a whole nother one and i've and i haven't gotten over it i'm like okay cool you need to get some therapy some counseling join a group talk to some people that have gotten over it somehow and move on but men we are so caged in and boxed up we don't talk to we don't talk get therapists like that we don't uh you know what women do all the time because the society is the opposite for women it's handpicking and knocking them down and criticizing them so much that women are always open to criticism in a way that's to sometimes a lot of times very unhealthy and detrimental yeah like steve harvey has a career because of women who are so fucked up by patriarchy they're like well maybe this dude can tell me what to do you know but you know men that have careers telling men how to deal with women they're called pickup artists like it's not that these 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 industries don't exist for men but look at the way they take place pickup artists trick you into no teach you how to trick women into how to have sex with you they don't want to trick you into getting a good relationship they don't want to trick you into being a good person they don't want like they want you to give them money to teach you how to fuck women that are quote unquote out of your league that's it 
gonna teach you how to go there and say something mean to a woman so that she'll have bad self-esteem and she might fuck you that's what we teach men you see like it's like even our avenues for quote-unquote help are evil as fuck so we don't we literally don't have the language but if we would pay attention to what how women talk the language already exists we pay attention to how lgbtq people talk about not feeling ex- included the language already exists but that privilege and that anger and that socialization is too fucking powerful for a man to be like this shit hurt my feelings it made me cry i felt like something was wrong with me and if i were to turn around and say look nothing was wrong with you but nothing's wrong with these other people either you know what i'm saying like nothing like no one owed you attention no one owed you that's not why you you should go to school and think about school and think about friends and socialize and not feel this pressure to have to have sex which ultimately you're only having sex to validate your manhood you're not even having sex because you're like i love this girl and i want to be with her or i want to be a i want to like partner with this person and take care of them and do no you want to have sex as a conquest you just happen to not be capable of it so therefore it's everyone else's fault you know like when they talk about those nerds those um jocks and shit they get all the women what they're always like oh these the, 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 they will fuck people from the football team even the nerd girls were fucking people from the football team i'm like okay you just sound like you want to fuck them right. you didn't say nothing about you didn't say nothing about i'm looking for the soulmate nerd girl you just feel like they owe you the attention because you're supposed to be on their lane you know so it, so when i see that kind of shit like that's what really throws me off because i'm like the entire conversation can't happen because the way we even teach boys how to talk girls how to talk uh you know using which is still how we teach we we don't you know we straight down those gender lines um we the boys don't have the words and even when they're grown-ass men they don't even have the self-reflection ability to say maybe it's on me maybe i should have been over this by now why am i still so fucking angry at black women and i it's because it's not even like these dudes are out there um like prospering and shit like why are you still making so much of what you claim to be happiness about hurting black women you know why is it so much about hurting lgbtq people why is it so much about hurting um you know like all it's about hurting somebody as a man to validate your worth and 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 that's a part that we really have to get over so anyway um we had one voicemail um did did i answer oh the poll was will megan kelly show be canceled 61 percent now say yes yes 40 percent say no though cancel that shit all right i think that's everything for um feedback on the site we did have one voicemail and i forgot to open skype to start the show i should have been opening it while i was opening my mouth just now saying all that shit you want to read the uh, emails while that comes up yeah I'll, I'll try to read the emails first um that, that that'll be the plan um but but yeah um just i think a lot of uh, a lot of black men specifically because i care about us you know i won't you know um uh, i care about us so i think a lot of us specifically could really benefit from learning how to talk about shit because i think there's a case to be made um 
wait setup was unable to close all applications i mean close all applications use the files and you updated but i can't even open skype god damn it oh sorry everybody uh no skype voicemails today i'll play it tomorrow i'll try to play it tomorrow my mom will be on the show we'll play it tomorrow um but uh yeah i do wonder if um if people could um i don't know um if men can learn how to talk about this shit and we'd be better off because i really do feel like there's a lot of shit that gets translated to anger from men and then they violent they're violent and shit like that mm-hmm. and Don't it wouldn't happen that me. way if we if men were allowing themselves because i don't feel like society's making us be this way for like there's pressure but ain't no force you know and that's the other part with women the reason women have better language for this it's not necessarily women are quote-unquote better people women have been forced to have to do this because fucking men are terrible it's like if i tell you some shit too harsh you'll fucking kill me so i gotta come up with a way that includes you in the problem so that we can fix it together even though it's really just your problem it ain't me you know what i mean like it's really on you but women have had to do that to live you know what i mean and men we haven't had to do that like black men sometimes we have to do it with white people but we've never had to do it with our own women you know black women have to do that shit in their lives like in the with the people that quote unquote love them i gotta be careful you know this motherfucker might kill me because i said something the wrong way you know and so women have it by necessity just they're better at communicating these icky emotions and 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 conveying some of these gray spots that that men are like it's either anger or it's funny and that's it right nothing in between all right now to the emails laura says hello rye i don't know if you've already seen talked about this but has anyone observed the intersection between kanye's recent erratic public behavior and kendrick's pulitzer and beachella kanye's petition for relevance seems rather conspicuously timed as to say as if to say i commend the internet breaking white gays white praise too or am i oversimplifying his pathology keep up the awesome work your devoted auntie main yo i don't know i don't know i think well you know i do know this conspicuous timing is everything with kanye more because kanye comes out of the woods to promote his album and then he goes back so he is supposedly about to drop an album so i think that has a lot to do with it and i wouldn't be surprised this is complete speculation wait no it's not he said in the interview he's off his meds for the creative process of making the album um so for me i I, i'm not surprised at the erratic behavior or the um the comments because it does feel like i mean he rejoined twitter and everything and i guess to a certain extent this is the best promotion because everybody's talking about it but i don't know man I, i just i don't feel comfortable making that nigga the center of black consciousness for these conversations he's just too out there for me hey y'all um vk says hey rod and karen my 14 year old marvel fanatic daughter and i finally went to see infinity war last weekend my husband uh went with the oh wait what did i just shrink that for all right and move that um my husband went with us but he'd already seen it we successfully spent the last two weeks dodging spoilers from the husby f facebook and youtube lot of mercy uh we were not ready i'm <laughs> probably it's more of a lord have mercy we were not ready my kids had a complete hissy fit while the credits were rolling because she's a t'challa and spider-man stand she kept saying i'm done with marvel we're breaking up they didn't have to do that to them 
we were walking to the car trying to get ourselves back together contemplating the meaning of life i passed a group of three ladies talking about a voice uh talking and a voice caught my ear it was you what your back was to me but i definitely knew your voice by the way your hair is beautiful this must be for you karen i wanted to come over and give you a big sister hug but i didn't want to intrude on your family time uh you must have been with my mom and layla oh oh yes 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 i probably was uh because it was me layla and uh your mama went what was it saturday sunday i commute 45 minutes each each way every day and you and ryan helped me endure the charlotte traffic i appreciate how you use your voices and how you always root for everybody black especially hbcus we are an hbcu family hubby and i are fairville state alumni attitude check rocco pride uh daughter number one graduates from jcsu next week daughter number two attends xavier university in new orleans and daughter number three already says she's definitely going oh that's what i'm talking about wakanda forever uh keep it keep doing the lord's work out there bronco pride thank you oh baby uh, you could have came over yeah that's so nice uh tiffany I didn't realize my voice was that recognizable uh, you got a very recognizable voice apparently Karen. i do uh tiffany writes in uh you called it this reminds me of statements you made uh on the this is america episode 1675 and it's uh george johnson wrote this for the root called black genius a privilege afforded only to straight black men uh you thank you again for what you and karen uh for you and karen for your thoughtful patient informed discussions on black culture and our black lives as we navigate this place we call america peace dr till thank you doctor thank you and uh yeah um i read this piece like i said man it's so weird because i agree obviously that if it's afforded to black people it's gonna be basically the straight black men but at the same time it's it's used so sparingly towards black people and it feels like it's only that way because white people are doing it like i want everybody to examine themselves for a second like fuck these white institutions but for a second check your own mentions your own histories your own podcast your own mental rolodex how often are you calling these people geniuses right like how often are we making sure that we recognize the brilliance on our own platforms in our own lives and go beyonce is a fucking genius rihanna is a fucking marketing genius as well donald glover is a genius tyler creator is a genius you know what i'm saying like it shouldn't just be because some white person told me this person's a genius you see what i'm saying like there's some complicity to it that is us as well and then i don't and honestly i just don't think and don't expect and i hope i'm wrong i don't expect these white folks to come around on this i don't expect Mm -hmm. black men to come around on it and be like this gay person is a genius because i I just don't expect it to happen so so it's kind of up to us to boost our own folks you know what i'm saying so they get the recognition they deserve get the flowers while they can still smell them because it it ain't happening no other way but yeah it's definitely like i said i definitely feel like it comes to black people first i mean black men first straight black men first specifically right and then quote unquote trickle down uh a falcon's diva writes in or kimberly writes in long overdue hey rod and karen after my 2018 resolution to stay current on my podcast listening your girls falling behind to give you an idea this email has been in my draft for weeks it started with uh hey just hey i love y'all thank you rob for podcast through your code then thank you rod and karen for giving us shows while you're sick now i think you both are feeling better not sure though i'm still behind yeah we feeling better yes we are 
i probably would have forgotten to send this email but for some reason facebook was showing me a bunch of rods posts from thursday morning uh on saturday yeah i don't know what that was about that, that algorithm anyway i know you guys hear it all the time but i just wanted to drop a line to let you know how much i appreciate you especially to both of you doing the podcast while sick i can hear it in your voices and it made me appreciate you guys even more my sister and i have been back and forth to north carolina twice in the past three weeks my uncle passed away and my aunt is in the very early stages of alzheimer's oh our condolences mm-hmm, David. um yeah my grandma had dementia towards the end so i definitely can uh sympathize so we've been trying to get things settled and make sure my aunt is doing okay my sister doesn't like driving on the highway so as a driver we listen to what i want during our first trip i put you guys on and she mentioned that her guy now listens to the podcast she also mentioned that she bought that peppermint soap (laughs) oh i don't know i think it was something she heard from the balls deep during one of our road trips oh no mike 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 um uh uh what was mike's last name why the fuck brown Brown. it's the most common name mike brown had an episode of this very show um i think the name of it is peppermint Peppermint soap Soap. and he went off during a um and it is actually wonderful soap but yes during a groupie tale he went off it was so good uh you can listen to by the way you can listen to all our old episodes for free on the blackouttips.com so if you just go there search peppermint soap it should come up and just the the play button is below the pole of the episode and it's and all of them are free uh uh right now so go enjoy it um peppermint soap i don't know i think it was something she heard on balls deep during one of the road trips this last trip up she said i know you want to listen to your buddies lol so y'all are my buddies now oh the podcast have been so great and there's so much i wanted to comment on rather than dig deep in the past i'll just say keep doing what you do during one of these nc trips hope i get to meet with you guys for lunch or something i'm actually considering taking some leave from work and staying with my aunt for a few weeks all right well email us we'll yeah. see what we can do yeah let us know anyway let me uh head to my spin class wait speaking of spin my gym plays hip-hop videos during class with the not so recent Issa ray mess i really started paying attention to the women in the videos and you're right right they're overwhelmingly other looking but then my instructor put on cho- chocolate by big boy and i was like yes that video's full of beautiful dark brown women i hope she plays it today although today is the mother's day spin so it will probably be tame okay i'm done sorry for the long email i'm actually going on vacation tomorrow as long as much needed vacation i'm taking my niece to jamaica for her 21st birthday so hopefully i'll get all caught up while i'm sunning by the pool love y'all oh thank you enjoy yeah enjoy that enjoy the vacation enjoy your niece all that stuff enjoy jamaica sounds like a good time last Mm -hmm. email melissa says hi to my favorite podcast rod and karen jenkins first i want to send a shout out to my little cousin nigel who's a resident of charlotte but graduating from the hbcu cheney university today so i probably won't be tuning in live today yo a lot of people graduating today congratulations all you graduates yes good luck finding the job come on giving a lot of making a lot of mamas happy sorry for that white man getting you off stage now of course i love you guys but since i've become premium i'm starting to wonder how in the world are these two amazing people capable of putting out so much content every week they're only 24 hours per day and i'm no mathematician but what you guys do is way past 24 hours a day and maybe i watch too much westworld the superhero movies but i'm starting to think my faves are not human <laughs> i think they're robots i mean really you guys have lives you cook go you go out to eat i've seen the pork bellies on twitter how is this possible hmm 
well i'll be continuing to listen and i always love you even if you reveal that you are the children of thanos jenkins a thousand ki- <laughs> a thousand kids emojis uh kissy face to my face melanie oh thank, thank you, you melanie and uh we just work hard but we also work smart so but i'm also learning to compare to, to manage my time a little better too because it is a lot of work speaking of which we have a podcast we need to be on in a few minutes uh so we'll talk to y'all later thank you so much for uh listening and until then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>